Welcome to the Hello Sunday podcast with me, Nikki Hyden. This is the podcast that discusses everything self-development, spirituality and sobriety. And it wouldn't be me without a little sprinkling of humour. Whether you were just starting out on your journey of self-development or have been exploring these topics for years, are completely alcohol-free or just curious about living a more sober lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be exploring topics in both solo episodes and with some amazing guest experts. So if you like what you hear, then please subscribe, rate and review. So with that said, let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hello Sunday. This week we're going to be moving away a little from topics of sobriety and alcohol and cutting alcohol from your life. I did mention in the initial introductory episode, in episode one, that this podcast was going to be an amalgamation of all of my passions, all of my interests, and all of the things that I love talking about. And that will include sobriety and topics around sober curiousness, but it will also include some more general self-development, personal development, touching on spirituality, so a bit of a mix, really. I hope you've all had a great week anyway. Um, I've had some really, really interesting conversations this week in my inbox. Quite a lot of those have been around, can I recommend self-development books or personal development books, tools, that kind of thing. And yes, of course I can, absolutely. Always happy to help to make recommendations or or referrals. Um, However, it does really depend on what you want to work on. And I think like with anything, you need to have a real understanding around at least the areas that you want to develop and what it is that you want to work on. So we're going to be touching in future topics on different things to do with um, specific self-development areas like confidence, self-image, body image, self-love. I've got a guest that wants to come on and talk about neurodivergency and ADHD, um, finding your purpose. So there's going to be loads and loads of things that we're going to cover off. And as we move through the topics, some of them will probably be relevant to you. Some of them might not be. Um, They might not be of interest. Um, But what we're going to be talking about today, whether you are new into these topics and into exploring self-development or whether you have been doing this for years and you're really advanced, it's a practice that everybody can benefit from. And it's actually, I would say, probably like the cornerstone or foundation of self-development and of any kind of personal growth journey. It's gratitude. So what do I mean by gratitude? I mean, I'm pretty sure that I don't need to tell you what gratitude means. But people will say, yeah, you know, of course I'm grateful. Of course I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my partner. 
But gratitude in the context of how we're relating to it and talking about it today really changes you as a person. It really changes or has the power to change your mindset. And it really goes deeper than just surface level saying thanks. It's about really getting underneath the emotion of that feeling, really digging into the why and just really feeling more into it. So it can be completely life-changing. It has the ability to change your mood, your mindset, your whole day, your whole life, really. So in terms of gratitude and gratitude practices, there's loads and loads of ways that you can do this and practice this. And I know lots of people are big fans of journaling for instance people will start their day or finish their day with gratitude and we can come on to some of that later but I think the one thing that I just really want to impress upon everybody whether you know whether you've done this practice before or not whether this is something that is new to you it's that element and that real kind of feeling of emotion and feeling in to what you're grateful for and why you're grateful for it. It's the part where that emotion and that feeling, it can almost move you to tears. And that's where you need to be with this practice to really, really get the benefits. So it's not just a case of listing like, three to five things in the morning that you're grateful for. So, yeah, I'm grateful for the coffee I'm drinking. I'm grateful for my car. I'm grateful for my house. You know, tick, 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 dun, dun, dun. It maybe could have some effect if you use it like that, but it's definitely not going to have the effect that really, really feeling into it and getting underneath the skin of why you're so grateful is going to have. So I thought I'll just start off with like a few facts around gratitude and a few sort of interesting pieces of information to understand just why gratitude is so important. So I'm going to get a little bit spiritual, hippy-dippy. Now, some of you are probably used to this side of me, some of you maybe not so, but everything at it's very core is a vibration. So when people say, and I know it's become a little bit of like a throwaway, um, like kind of a cliche um, now, um, you know, good vibes only or good vibes. But at the core of that, what it actually means is good vibrations. And vibrations are what well, everything, everything is vibration. So nothing in this world is actually a solid, and bear with me here because I know that sounds crazy, but nothing is a solid. Every single piece of matter is made up of vibrating particles. So the desk that you might sit at at work, the chair you might sit on, even us as people, we are made up of vibrating particles and different frequencies can affect the vibration of those particles. So you might have heard people saying, oh, it's really low vibe, it's really neggy, or I want to do high vibe stuff. 
And whilst that has become a bit of a throwaway statement and something that you might see on social media, in memes or quotes, at the core of it, there is actually science behind it and it does actually mean something. So the energy of vibration or gratitude, real gratitude, the emotion of gratitude, and I say emotion with kind of real emphasis on that word because as I mentioned, you can feel gratitude in the kind of throwaway form, but really feeling the emotion of gratitude is completely different. And that vibrates at 540 megahertz, which, I mean, I'm not familiar with the scale myself per se. Um, I don't know what all the emotions vibrate at, but something like sadness or grief or fear is obviously a really low vibration emotion, whereas gratitude is one of the highest vibration emotions. It's, you know, there's been scientific testing done and you actually cannot feel a low vibration emotion at the same time as a high vibration emotion. So you can't be grateful and have fear, anxiety or stress at the same time. The two emotions, the two states are completely impossible to have at the same time if you're really genuinely feeling deep gratitude and and deep thanks and really kind of feeling it at its core. Then you can't have really low vibrational states like stress or anxiety or fear at that same time or essentially operating in conjunction with each other. So when people say, you know, oh, just count your blessings, be grateful, sometimes you can receive that as, well, yeah, of course I'm grateful, you know, of course I'm counting my blessings. But actually, if you really dig into it, there's something within that because you can't feel negative emotion at the same time. So it is actually worth feeling into and tapping into gratitude when you really feel into it and it actually releases good chemicals. So it releases serotonin and it aids the release and production of dopamine, which is the feel-good hormone. So not only does it make you feel good because you're thinking of nice things and you're having a high vibration emotion um, and it's better than sitting there and feeling anxious or stressing over something, but actually at a chemical level, it releases feel-good emotions into your brain and your body. So physically and mentally, you are... Yeah, you're feeling better. You're feeling um, more in a better mood, essentially. So how do we practice gratitude? And I guess, why is it so important? And what are my experiences? So feeling into the real why of why you feel gratitude for something is really what's underneath all this and how you're going to really tap into that high vibration emotion. So I'm grateful for my car, but why is it that you're grateful for your car? It gives you freedom. It gives you the ability to see friends and families. There could be a million and one things that you could do with your car week in, week out 
that you just take for granted. You don't necessarily think about because, well, let's be honest, we don't spend every single waking moment of every single day thinking about our subconscious actions and habits. That's why they're subconscious. But when you actually sit down and think about it, like my car enables me to go back down to Birmingham from Leeds, see family and friends, enables me to drive to clients and candidates. It enables me to go to medical appointments, go and see my friends, go to social occasions. I couldn't do any of that. Well, not very easily anyway, without my car. Um, It would be really, really difficult for me to have independence and the kind of lifestyle that I enjoy having that, you know, freedom So if I really feel into that, it does give me a level of gratitude and thankfulness. But actually, the thing that I find really activates this and really gets you to understand why you're so thankful for things is understanding what would happen if that thing was taken away from you. So if you think about how how difficult your life would be without that thing, Like, in this instance, without my car, I wouldn't be able to go and see my friends and family once a month or once every six weeks. I wouldn't be able to have social plans during the day. uh, Sorry, during the evening, I'd have to have them during the day when I could get, you know, somebody else to drive me or public transport was available. So... I wouldn't be able to have the freedom that I've been accustomed to with having... For those of you that are regular listeners to the show, or maybe you know me personally, you won't have been able to get away without hearing me talk about Simprove. Simprove is a scientifically backed, water-based probiotic drink. You drink it daily and it has been scientifically proven to help with things like bloating, IBS symptoms, pain. It was actually a dietitian friend of mine that introduced it to me last year and I honestly wouldn't be without it now. It's helped with my energy, with my bloating, it's helped with my immune system and also things like my skin. The list is honestly endless. Now I have got a code for you. So if you'd like to try Simproof, you can get 50%, that's a massive 50% off your first three month subscription by going on to simproof.com and putting in the code Nikki50. That's N-I-K-K-I-5-0 or click in the link in the show notes. you know, my independence by having my car. So when you actually think about taking that thing away and how your life would be impacted, it gives you a deeper level of gratitude and understanding. And you really understand the reasons why you're so grateful and so thankful. And actually a real life example of this actually happened recently So our sofa, we actually bought our sofa with the house when we bought the house because the guy that we bought the house off had bought all new furniture to kind of stage the house and sell it. Um, We just bought a lot of that furniture from him. And the sofa is one of those things that we didn't really ever had any intention of changing or upgrading or, you know, it's perfectly fine. It looks good within the living room. It's a corner sofa fits us both on 
don't think my husband was so keen on it, but I was happy to kind of let us see it through to the next house and then replace it when we move. However, the sofa had other ideas. About two weeks ago, my husband had some minor surgery and he was resting in the living room and he was lying on the sofa and it had been making some like weird creaking and cracking noises when we sat down on it or lay down on it for a few months now. And I think deep down, we knew that that wasn't normal but we just thought, you know, it's the weather, it's the humidity, it's the heat, changing temperatures. I think we we're kind of kidding ourselves. But anyway, this afternoon, and it was really ironic, actually, because it's like someone up there was listening, because we'd been talking about an hour before this about the sofa, and my husband had been saying, oh, it's not comfy, you know, when you're lying on it or you're chilling on it for a long time, it's all right to sit on in the evenings, but it's it's just not that comfy and I'd really like to upgrade it. And I was sort of saying, well, look, we've got all this stuff to pay for. We're having new windows. There's a lot of things in this house that we could probably do with upgrading. Like the sofa's perfectly fine. So yeah, nice try, but I think we're going to have to leave it. And literally an hour later he kind of turned and moved on it and it made this like cracking sound and just fell to the floor and the whole of the underneath of the timber had split and the whole of the leg that it was sat that was like screwed into where it was screwed into the timber had just yeah it just wasn't kind of there anymore so basically the sofa should have been on legs and it was now on the floor at the back and it was like tilting and there was just no way that we could keep it as it was. So anyway, we trundled off to the shops and we went round and we ordered a new sofa. But obviously things like that take time to come. So we've got about a six week wait for it. And if I'm honest, had I read the Trust Palette reviews on DFS beforehand, probably wouldn't have ordered from there because whether it comes before Christmas is anyone's guess from what it says. Um, but anyway, it's due in six weeks. And the last couple of weeks, and obviously the next few weeks that we're going to um, have to go without it, has just made me realise how grateful I am to have a sofa in the first place and that you know we've genuinely genuinely struggled now and are struggling because there's two of us and we've got an armchair for one of us to sit on and I can perch on the side of the sofa that hasn't broken but you know it, it's just not ideal and it really just make you thankful and it's like when you're poorly and all you want is your health back and you're like, I'm so, like, I just want to get it well again. But then when you're well, you very rarely take the time to be grateful for your health. So you just sort of get used to things and, and that gratitude, um, you know, only really comes when you're without it. So thinking about how you would feel if something wasn't there or wasn't available to you is a really good way of really connecting with that emotion and this was also actually highlighted to me last year yeah last year 
So I'm in a book club, shout out to Francesca Amber. She runs a book club. She actually also has a fantastic podcast, which I'm sure if you're listening to this, you'd be into. It's called Law of Attraction Changed My Life. And the book club that I'm in from that, every January, so to start the new year, we do um, a book called The Magic. And it's the same author who wrote The Secret, a lady called Rhonda Byrne. And it's a 28-day gratitude practice. And it basically focuses on different categories. So, you know, each day it will have different focuses like money, relationships, health. And you have to practice deep gratitude. So every morning you write a list of 10 things that you're grateful for. Could be anything and the reasons why. And then there's different exercises to do relating to the category that you're basing your gratitude around that day and things that you have to remember to do throughout the day. Um, And actually, last year, we were going through, I think it was like two consecutive days or two days within the same week where one piece of gratitude was all around like things in our lives so like appliances and things that we have and used every day and then another one was all around money and being grateful for paying for things so whether it's like your car being serviced or whether it's your mortgage or your gas bill but being grateful that you have the money to pay for those things being grateful for the things that you know are given to you from those things so your car your electricity um you know, gives you lights in your house and the ability to cook and all that sort of stuff. And we were doing these days and on the week that we were doing these, um, focusing on these categories, our fridge broke, our cooker started making a weird noise and our dishwasher also looked like, well, it it wouldn't turn on, so it also looked like it was going to need replacing. And I think because I was doing this gratitude practice, I didn't just spiral into, oh, fucking hell, what we're going to do? And, you know, this is the worst thing ever and stress to stress. And I actually took a step back and tried to think of all the reasons why, you know, I could be grateful in this situation, grateful that we had the appliances in the first place, um, grateful that we did have a little pot of money for fixing things. I mean, ideally, I wouldn't want to spend it on, you know, appliances, but we weren't going to be left completely without these things if it didn't, you know, if it came to that they all needed replacing. And actually, when the guy came to fix the fridge, we realised that it was still in warranty and so we could just get a new fridge. The cooker, when he turned it on, stopped making the weird noise and is still working to this day and this was at least a year ago now. And the dishwasher, it could have been one of two things, one which would have required us to replace the whole like electrical circuit board, which probably would have been cheaper just to get a new dishwasher, and one which could have just been a little wire and was like a really quick, easy fix. And it ended up being that one. And actually, more recently, our boiler broke. And again, I wrote a gratitude list, all the reasons why I was grateful that it had happened then. So I'd had a shower the night before. We'd done our washing, so our washing basket was empty. 
Um, we were at the gym, so we, our local gym's got a shower so we could use that. And actually, when the guy came to fix it, it ended up being something that he just had to, like, knock back into play. I mean, you can tell I'm super technical here. Um, and he didn't end up charging me for it. And I chased him up to say, like, what What do I owe you? And he, he just said, don't worry about it. And I guarantee, had I have stressed and got myself in a tailspin and been a normal, like, just felt like everything was out of control, that everything that day would have snowballed and it probably would have ended up being something more major. So, I don't know, just felt like a little bit of magic happened and, you know, sometimes just being grateful and putting yourself into more of a positive mindset of that around things just it just allows you to have a different approach and not completely and utterly dissolve into you know a, a complete stress and everything become a complete claustrophobic so um i guess what i would recommend to do from the perspective of gratitude is I think starting your day with gratitude is always a really, really positive thing to do. Whether you just write down three things, I tend to do this on my walk actually. Um, I don't write them down so much anymore because I don't like to have my phone out or be distracted. But on my morning walk, I like to basically think of things that I'm really grateful for and just have a, a a mental list of all the reasons why and really feel into that emotion so you know it could be the sun shining that day like it was this morning it could be that um I've got you know a really great meeting that day that I've got an opportunity it could be something really small like you know, the nature around you or the trees when they're changing in the seasons. So I think the really key thing with this is don't just think about, you know, your house, your car, your friends, your family. It could be the spoon that you use to to stir your coffee that morning. You know, it could be your cat. It could be anything, like, not that the cat's a small thing, but you know what I mean. It's I'm not saying to think of every tiny tiny little thing but actually there are certain things like the windscreen wipers on your car if they broke you can't drive your car so being grateful for your car is one thing but actually being grateful for all the little tiny components of your car that allow you to drive it um you know you absolutely fucked without using windscreen wipers wouldn't you because it's it'd be illegal to drive i think don't quote me on that so doing a morning practice is a really good idea doing an evening practice or at least just saying one thing that you are grateful for that day or something that's gone really well is a really great way to get your mind into that positive mindset before you go to sleep especially if you're feeling you know anxious or you're somebody whose mind tends to race when you um, go to sleep or when you try and relax so morning and evening practice, but also just in the moment, if something happens, we quite often get, we quite often fall into the trap of just dwelling on it or going to the worst case scenario. 
our minds as humans are actually teed up to notice the negatives because back in the caveman days when we were prey and there was predators, it was a fight or flight response and we had to have a real kind of alertness to everything around us. We had to be super awake and conscious of um all of the potential dangers and potential predators. Obviously, that isn't the case in modern day life. Things generally aren't going to kill us, but our brain is still programmed to look for the negatives. So immediately when something happens, you lose your job, you immediately think, I'm not going to find anything else. I'm going to be skinned. I'm going to get kicked out of my house. Somebody breaks up with you. You, you know, go straight to that place of, I'm never going to find anyone. I'm going to be single forever. There's certain things that happen in life that if you look back on them, you can always see why they happened or what the knock-on effect was. But in the moment, it's easy to just lose sight and just go into a meltdown. And so actually looking, taking a step back and looking at what you can be grateful for in that moment. So did that, you know, the job... um, uh, I was going to say resignation, that's not the right word, redundancy, did the redundancy or losing your job allow, you know, is it going to allow other doors to open up to you? Is the fact that somebody's split up with you the worst thing that's ever happened or actually does it mean that you're not going to waste time on somebody that wasn't right or doesn't feel that you were right for them? There are times in our lives when things are going to happen and we are going to experience really negative emotions and toxic positivity is very real. I am not sat here saying you need to be positive and grateful for every single situation because believe me, when my nan was on death's door a few weeks ago and we were all called around her bedside, essentially to say goodbye, there was nothing that I was grateful for in that situation other than being with her. There was an immense amount of love in that room and we were super grateful to be there as a family but I wasn't going to be sat there just making out like everything was hunky-dory and rainbows and butterflies and actually it can be really dangerous and not good for your mental and physical health actually because toxic emotions and um, negative emotions that we push down and we don't process and deal with have been proven to cause illnesses. Cancer can be caused by stress. Um, There's an inflammation in the body that is caused by stress. So I'm not telling you to not process your emotions and to not deal with them and you know, see the reality of what's going on. But I think don't dwell in things. Don't, you know, sit in that emotion for too long. Acknowledge it, process it as best you can, but then try and flip it and look at the positives and find things that you can be gratitude, gratitude for, grateful for, and have gratitude for in that moment, as opposed to, continuing to spiral and continuing to go down that you know that dangerous slope of just negativity there are real challenges in life and you know looking at the positive sometimes isn't always possible and I'm more than aware of that and I'm sure we've all met people who are you know they're clearly very angry people um 
or they've not dealt with something, but they're trying to constantly be positive. You probably on social media, you see it a lot, those people that you think, really? Like, you you can't be like that all the time. And social media is a highlight reel. Uh, you know, it genuinely is. There's nobody's posting, well, maybe some people are, but nobody's posting the fight they had with their partner or the, um, you know, the, the fact that the kids just had a meltdown and they want to give it to the orphanage. Um, but I do think that there is a balance, you know, there's a balance between processing these things and then just trying to find the gratitude in it, trying to find the flip side um, and trying to, yeah, just change that mindset up a little bit. So if you've got any feedback on this topic, anything you want to discuss, if you want, um, I'll post the link to the book actually in the show notes. Um, that's the magic. Um, it's a 28 day gratitude process, really, really powerful stuff. It is a commitment, uh, but it, it's worth doing. It's really, really worth doing. So I will post that in the show notes, but as always, my inboxes, both my personal and the podcast inbox are open. So any feedback, any ideas for topics for future episodes, anything you want to discuss or chat about, please do drop me a message. So thanks for listening and I will see you again next time. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at hellosundaypod or you can email us on hellosundaypod at outlook.com. Have a great week.